trying to break as I have not noticed other people doing so that you'll have the chance to ask questions. I'm not going to deprive you. Um, we'll devote a full half of this time to questions and answers from you. Um, because they didn't reserve microphones for this room, because it's so small and homey, uh, <laughs> um, you'll have to stand and say the question loudly. I'll repeat it, and then Jan will answer it, okay? Um, so, Jan, you've taken the opportunity to use some animals again to teach us the appropriate measure of horror, to reawaken horror about an event which may have dulled in our, on our horror meter, um, the Holocaust. And in particular, have done so because in a fable, the moral of a fable is eternal the moral of a story is temporary to the story. The book reveals that in fact, while war has been the subject of allegory before, somehow or other, when people write about the Holocaust, they write about the story of individuals, yes? So we have a general idea about war, whether War is loved, as it sort of was by Homer, or deplored, as it was by Joseph Heller and many others. We know a general moral about war. Holocaust is usually Anne Frank, or Art Spiegelman's father, or Eli Wiesel's experience, someone's report. Here we have the attempt to do something that has rarely been attempted to extract the essence of the Holocaust. But I notice that Art Spiegelman resorts to animals as well in Mouse. Why animals? I hardly want to answer, actually. It's a pleasure listening to Michael. Um, um, why animals? Um, well, the most banal answer is simply that animals work for me <laughs> as a storytelling uh, device. I hope you pay them well. <laughs> I don't, uh, I have no particular in-depth knowledge of animals. I'm not a zoologist. I studied uh, philosophy at university. Um, and the, uh, I first used animals, as the odd person in the audience might know, in, in Life of Pi. I, um, and that's something that happened to be in India when I wrote Life of Pi. And the novel I was working on didn't uh, work, so I put it aside. And suddenly I was in India with no purpose. Uh, I, I wasn't there with the purpose of looking inside and, and working on a novel, I had to look out. And so I noticed two things in India. I noticed religions, which were all over the place. And then I noticed animals. Being a tropical country, animals are, are, are prevalent. And also animals are, are, are very common in Hindu uh, mythology. It is a, a religion that is peopled with animals. Um, Unlike Christianity, to take a, an example, where there's only domesticated animals and very few wild animals. Um, so that struck me, and, and as a result of that anyway, I, I wrote, eventually wrote Life of Pi, and I realized that animals uh, worked for me as a storytelling device. And it's what, it was the key to, to letting me enter the, the Holocaust, because up till then, 
I'd always been interested in the Holocaust, uh, but I had no relationship with it. I'm not Jewish. I'm not of Eastern European descent. I have no sort of family or national thread that I can follow to the event. Um, and so being an outsider, I couldn't see a way in. Um, I'm not a historian, so I certainly wasn't right about historically. And to, to fictionalize myself into the skin of a Jew in Eastern Europe between 33 and 45 wasn't my style. And it seemed, why, it seemed absurd to even try that. It's been done uh, by all the survivors who've written great texts. You know, the best example to me would be Primo Levi. Um, so I was interested, but I had no way in. And finally, uh, I realized using animals that... Um, why don't I try to approach it in animal disguise? Why don't I use a, a patently uh, a literary device of allegory featuring animals? Sort of have Aesop meet the Holocaust, see what would happen there. And uh, eventually, not... not